Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Now, Leon Tailoring is also well-known, we all know, for their tailor-made clothes, but you also know they're ready for their custom-made and ready-made clothing as well. That's right, clothes that are right there on the rack that you can buy and pick up, and they'll make the alterations included in the price. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. And of course, then you know, if they want something tailor-made specifically just for you, then they can do it. So whether it's tailor-made, whether it's ready-made, or whether it's custom-made, it is for you and you specifically. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. They'll be happy to see you and happy to take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Yes. Tip off. I get it. We'll hurry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy that uh, House Bill 1449, or Representative Earl Harris's bill, is making its way through the Senate. Got a committee hearing along with uh, House Bill 1228, Representative Bowers' bill, um, and then House Bill 1365 with, with Representative Mitch Gore's bill uh, to add machine gun conversion devices to the state definition of machine gun. So happy those are moving, and uh, hopefully others that pass the House to, uh, head over to the Senate will we'll, uh, see hearings, which they should, so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Your Happy to take any questions. Your thoughts on 1407 <clears throat> dying over in the Senate, one of the transgender bills? Uh, very pleased to see that. Glad to see the Senate uh, and Senator Ray came to that conclusion. We've obviously we voted against the bill over here. Uh, it had a lot of problems, and one of them obviously was that it's uh, it's one case that was out there where it gets in the middle of a, a pending lawsuit, things like that. Something we try to stay away from, but uh, really bad legislation. And I know that uh, the judicial branch of uh, judges were very concerned, and others. So I'm I'm, I'm glad that it's. Uh, uh, it's done for the session. Of course, as you know, it's never done until it's really over, but let's mm-hmm. hope that it is. Uh, the National Guard bill said at the governor's desk. Um, something that's come up through this process of this bill is that the reason that we can't have National Guard members asking for courts martial is because the Indiana Guard doesn't have the time, the resources, the staffing to do courts martial. Is isn't that a problem that our National Guard can't do these things, and shouldn't that be addressed? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean that the. the our opposition of the bill was, uh, first of all, for uh, for fairness and giving folks uh, those that wanted to appeal the process and all those things. And uh, yeah, that's uh, obviously it's going to be it could be a problem. It will be, um, and hopefully that the governor will address that somehow or, or potential in the budget or something like that with regard to uh, more funding. With Senate Bill Nine, should the IURC be weighing in on these cessation plans, or is that something that should be left to the private sector? Oh no, I think I mean that's. We're all about the ratepayers, and that's where we, you know, entrust the IURC to do their job and to, uh, to help the ratepayers and, and back them up. So I would think that they should definitely be involved. Uh, multiple stories recently about a conflict of interest in the state legislature. Yeah. Think there should be any changes on our, you know, policies? You know, especially on um, a leadership leadership bill like that, 1002, right, uh, the one that you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I do think that we should probably take a look, you know, maybe can, can someone, we've got other legislators here, I know we want to always lend our expertise, but um, maybe the author of the bill shouldn't have a potential of uh, where they can, you know, um, uh, take advantage of it, uh, and so maybe we and maybe other legislators uh, out there that you know can author the bill and certainly take then the expertise of those that um, that, that want to weigh in. But um, yeah, they, we probably do a better job, I think, of maybe who the authors are and kind of stay away from that stuff. It lo- looks makes us look better to the public's eye. And there's also a story about um, what you 
have to or really don't have to disclose when it comes to consulting clients. Um, a lot of lawmakers, several lawmakers who run consultant businesses but don't have to disclose their client list necessarily. Should those rules be tightened up? You know, I'm all for, um, and, and we, we, you, you probably have seen some of our amendments and bills in the past that we're, we're on to make sure that um, uh, we're as open to these things as possible because I think that it really just, again, uh, the public will feel much more comfortable, us as legislators, if um, you know, we have much more confidence in us that we're doing our jobs and not so much any, any conflict. So anything that we can uh, be more transparent is, is for, the, for the better. Um, if that has to be tightened up, we'll certainly take a look at it. What are your thoughts on week number two of the second half or second period? You know, it's... Um, uh, been a little slow, but I think somewhat traditional as well. You know, we always start off slow, get the, maybe some of the easy stuff out of the way. I think we should always maybe reverse that, maybe look at these more controversial ones earlier so that the public has a chance to weigh in, that the committee has a chance to do their work. Sometimes we b- b- get backed up right at to committee uh, report deadline and then we're stuck and they're going to move it to the floor and it just, uh, then then things end up in conference and takes even, you know, even longer. So, but uh, yeah, pretty slow start. One of the slower starts, I can remember we're in a while, but um, maybe that's just the way the session's going, you know. So, okay, thank you very much. I got IU. I got IU. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.